The Creator Life is sponsored by the company Cebu. It's a co-working space that fosters creativity and collaboration all while getting things done. Check them out in their two locations, Mandawe and Cebu IT Park. You can also take advantage of their other spaces in Japan, Singapore, Bangkok, and Hawaii if you become a member. For more info, check them out at thecompany.ph and follow them on Facebook and Instagram at The Company Cebu. Get 50% off a day pass or a flexi pass when you jot down this code CREATORLIFE50. That's CREATORLIFE5050 to get 50% discount on a day pass or flexi pass from The Company Cebu. Thank you so much to The Company Cebu for sponsoring the podcast. Okay. Okay. Done. Good. So, yeah, the usually at this time of the day, I'm usually like a sleepy person, so I usually sleep. <laughs> and, and and like the worst, the worst, the worst thing about it is like my setup here is like I'm here the laptop, and then I have my work laptop, so I have two of them. And then there's my bed. My bed's like on the side, <laughs> so like at any time if I did if I wasn't doing. Anything like this, I would have like jumped to the bed and sleep. I understand that feeling totally. Is that your bed behind you? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no wonder. This, but like this has essentially become my room slash office. Uh, yeah. Since we can't go to the office just yet. Yeah. <clears throat> but then, like, yeah, I have a work laptop because my day job. I don't. I usually go to the office, but then like now it's like, nope, I can't, I can't be, I can't be going out, and then like I think our work from home status extended until August, so, oh yeah, yeah. so we're, we're I, here. I know a few of the companies have done it like indefinitely. So if they have small offices, they've just shut down the office and everybody works from home. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's like. Uh, cost saving measure, especially if yeah. you're not you're not looking forward to to your your income growing anytime soon because it's not really easy. In that this is time. very true. Yeah, but for some reason, tech companies are not affected because they keep putting out stuff. <laughs> really... uh, tech companies literally have not stopped since yeah. everything began. Uh-huh. They were like, oh my god, oh my god, and then they just kept going. Yeah, I mean, the thing here in the Philippines, it's like, I think for one month, they literally stopped everything. Like, no tech company has launched anything, I think, except for one brand. I think they launched something for some, and it happened to be one of their, their flagship phones. So it's like, okay, guys, why are you launching a flagship phone? In a very sensitive time, and you're asking people to pay like what five digit peso figures, so that's very expensive to spend at this time. Oh my god, yeah, so why Samsung in Malaysia did the same thing with the flip? Uh, so they launched the flip uh right before things happened, <laughs> but they uh, but they were smart in that they brought in pre orders. Mm-hmm. And then they sold off the pre-orders. And now they're like, once things have lifted, they're like, the Z Flip is finally in Malaysia. You can get it off shelves. <clears throat> well, at least they have like, they got the pre-orders ready. So it's not like... And I think Samsung, like they, 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 
they staved off problems because they launched their phones like before it all went down. So it's like they were they were like validated for being ahead of the rest of the pack. <laughs> no, no, Samsung planned all this. Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they're not that evil. <laughs> I don't think they're that evil. Oh. Well, one of them has to eventually become Skynet. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Please don't bring that up. Oh gosh, this is so random, but this is so awesome. Anyway, let's start the podcast in three, two, one, go. Welcome to The Creator Life, a podcast that makes sense of how different creators live. I'm Julian CB, that's S-I-B-I, and I'm really grateful that you're listening to the show. New episodes come out on Fridays and bonus episodes are on Mondays and Wednesdays, depending on how many episodes I feel like putting out for you guys in a week. So, yeah. If you haven't already, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, and anywhere you're listening to podcasts. You can leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps the show a lot. And if you feel like being generous and would like to support me financially, although I'm not expecting you to since it's still a hard time right now, go to Patreon at patreon.com slash juliancb. So, it's been... A week since I done another recording, and it feels so. It feels so. I feel rusty every time for some reason. So, this episode, I'm here with Jivan of TechEnt. So it's a tech website in Malaysia where they feature a lot of stuff regarding tech and more. So welcome to the show. <laughs> hey, thanks for having me, Julian. Yeah. So it's been. I think I asked you to be on the podcast like um, either two weeks ago or a month ago. Then I forgot for some reason. I was so busy. <laughs> I am so I sorry. I can't remember as well. Yeah. It's been quite busy. Yeah. It's like the tech companies don't stop. They don't want to yeah. stop. Do they want to stop? I don't know. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. So... First off, I just wanted to know like how you started TechEnt because I think, hmm, when did I? Oh yeah, funny story. So I got into TechEnt because I think I watched Josh's video. I think you met Josh somewhere, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that might be Taiwan like a year or two ago. Yeah. I can't so, yeah. Yeah, I watched that video and it was like, ooh, okay, he's interesting. So... <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. So, so that was pretty random. So what that was actually my first Computex. Ooh. And what happened was uh, I was doing my coverage for TechEnt. And then um, out of the blue, I was like, shouldn't Android Authority and uh, Techno Buffalo be here? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to tweet saying that it's my uh, first Computex. And I tagged uh, Josh and John Rettinger. Oh. And I never expected it. But 
Josh actually replied. <laughs> and somehow we ma- managed to meet each other during the time we were in Taiwan. And yeah. I think we... I, we met the day before I was leaving Taiwan or something like that. Oh. Yeah. That was like, when I watched that, that video, it was like, wow. <laughs> you, actually, <laughs> you actually got to meet up with Josh. Like something I haven't done yet, which sucks. Because like, yeah. there was like this one time, I think they were in the Philippines, but I was still in Japan. So it was like, no. But then they went to Japan <laughs> again. And it's like, why are you back here again? It's, it's so weird. <laughs> It's like I've had yeah. the chance I've had the chance to meet Isa twice in Japan and Josh once in Japan cuz like I think there was one time where they were like together with his family and something. Yeah. Uh, if, I, if I remember that correctly. <laughs> yeah. So like back to your question on how did tech get started? Yeah, what a what a so, what a segue, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go. But what uh the first thing I need to tell you is that I'm not the only one doing tech ed. I'm actually uh, working together with one of my best friends, uh, Darwin. And basically throughout university, when I met him in uh, Monash University when I was studying. Mm-hmm. And throughout my university days, we were talking to each other a lot about how if we actually took uh, articles or videos at that time, and pass it to our parents or somebody that isn't really familiar with tech, Mm -hmm. they would be so lost because of all the big, big words in uh, tech tech reviews and stuff like that back then. And we were like, we need to do something about it. And this conversation continued for the next three years (laughs) until uh, I think it was my final semester so we met near my place. Darwin had already graduated. So um, what we did was we were talking and then I was like, so what do we want to call this? And we came up with the name Tech Ent. And after that, I was like, we're doing this right. I am actually purchasing the domain and the <laughs> server. <laughs> and he's like, yes. Then I was like, are you very sure? <laughs> very sure. And after asking him a few times, I was like, okay, I just bought it. <laughs> and, <So> after, <laughs> and that was it. Tech Ed started that day. I started working on the first layout for the website. Uh, it was a very simple uh, website, which actually highlighted the fact that we didn't have much content. Because you will see a lot of repeated content everywhere. <laughs> And it started off as a hobby, mostly. We were doing a lot of things like going out, uh, looking at the websites we always looked at, taking their content, rewriting it in a little bit of a simpler way, Mm -hmm. Uh, writing what we can when it comes to local news. And we've grown since then. That was actually about five or six years ago now. Mm. Wow. So that's like, yeah, I think, wow, If I, I was thinking about that and it's like, oh my gosh, I think we started almost the same time. It's like, oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, because like, I started, uh, I started writing, although not seriously, it's like five years ago. And then, like, I got like, 
in my head when I wanted to get into it seriously was like a year later. So I bought the uh, same story. I bought the domain. It's like okay, I was sure. Was I was, was I sure to ever do this or not? Blah 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 blah. Then I did it. I just did it. Yeah. So <laughs> so like for Darwin and me, it started literally started off as a hobby. Uh, in our free time, we would do it. Uh, I was in uni being a research assistant at that time. Ah. I was working on a project for Dengue and Chikukunya. So, at the time, during our incubation periods and stuff like that, aside from doing more reading on the topics and uh, research area, I actually started writing even more. Cool. And then uh, it grew to where uh, Darwin used to come and come over for lunch and we would sit down for a few hours and talk and actually do some writing on the site at a cafe which we were so used to at okay. one point we didn't even need to order we would <laughs> just walk in and the manager would be like oh hi caramel macchiato right and we'll be like yeah and just go sit down <laughs> and if our regular spot was taken she'd be like Oh, there's another spot over there that you can use. <laughs> so it was already like to the point where like, oh, okay, you're always here now. So might as well. Okay. Enjoy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and it was up to the point where we actually didn't have to like pay at the counter. We pay only when we're leaving. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so she will serve us and then we'll pay. <laughs> so that was how frequent we were at that oh, wow. spot. Wow. <laughs> But to be very frank, the coffee there was good. Well, well deserved, I think. To you know, like why would <laughs> why would you go to a cafe if the co the, the the coffee you drink isn't good or something? Yeah. yeah. I mean, to be fair, it depends on what you prefer. If you prefer milk tea or you prefer coffee or what? But yeah, coffee is like oh, you're drinking now. <laughs> <laughs> actually, miss yeah. actually miss going out on a coffee shop. I haven't done that. Since I got back from Japan, because like when I was in Japan, it was like literally not it's like nothing ever happened. So it was like everyone going around wearing masks, some of them not, some of them do. Then it's like nothing. It, it, it looked like time never, it's like the pandemic never stopped Japan itself. So what would happen? It was like, okay, everyone's there, everyone's fine. So <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Japan was one of the countries where wearing masks uh, is actually a day-to-day -day thing. Yeah, it's a culture it's thing. It's not something new. Yeah. Mm. So like wearing wearing a mask for I know for for getting sick is very common to them, and it's not really yep. uh, it's not really out of the ordinary. Unlike here, it's like they think it's an annoyance to the point that. Someone said that someone, I'm not going to mention who because, you know, you might get in trouble. But someone said that uh, that person didn't want to wear a mask because that person did not want to inhale his or her own carbon dioxide. So that was a weird statement to be putting out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, I mean, to be fair, maybe, but it's so weird. Anyway, we got we got pretty off track with that statement. So, uh, yeah, I'm still annoyed with yeah. everything happening here. Anyway, so so you said when 
when did you realize that the hobby became something more beca- became something like it's a it's a livelihood for you basically so when did that happen so for us the turning point was when Samsung Milk Music actually uh, launched in Malaysia so no out of the blue we got a, an email from uh, Samsung's PR agency and up to today that person that sent that email is still in the company and that's nice we actually have a pretty good relationship with them and i really want to thank levan for sending us that <laughs> email because that was the point when uh to me i was like oh we're being recognized by brand as a place to put out their content and from then we actually got in contact I actually sent out cold emails to different uh, companies to actually see whether we could start reviewing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And from there, up to today, we've grown quite a bit. So, yeah. So that's nice. It's like, yeah, I, I remember that fr- <laughs> that first feeling as well. It's like, I don't know. It's like, you have some kind of parallels. Like when I, re- I remembered my first PR email, it was like, Wow, I feel validated. <laughs> yeah, especially like when you've been doing it for so long, you have so many readers, mm-hmm. and out of the blue, suddenly a company recognizes you, and it's not like a small tech company. This mm-hmm. was a big tech company, Samsung, yeah. and uh, the minute you see Samsung there, I'm like, oh my god! And we had so many ideas for different different types of content, which we are looking to actually bring back a few of them. But in a different form. Uh, so yeah, we had a very different perspective then. Now it's more like we are we have grown to be more of the status quo, which I think we need to change a little bit because we need to get back to what we started at. <laughs> okay. So like our writing style became very newsy uh... instead of conversational and things like that. So it's. <laughs> Certain things that happen over time that you don't really uh, pick up on. But yeah, I've been trying to turn a little bit more towards breaking things down. Yeah. And my friends are like, why did you change that? I actually like that part of tech and where we broke things down. Uh, we explained like when we covered things like uh, Qualcomm, uh, Intel and AMD, we actually explained what TDP means. Why... 5G is is worth why your time. Why is 5G? And why you shouldn't be buying a 5G phone at this point in time. Things like that. <laughs> so, yeah. We we basically got overwhelmed with the amount of PR news that we're getting. Mm-hmm. And we kind of strayed away from what we actually started off as. I mean, to be fair, it kind of... That's kind of what happens when eventually you grow big to the point that you have to get every you, you get every single PR news now and it gets so daunting if you have to like tweak it a bit just to have your own voice because it gets tiring sometimes yeah if you don't if you have to change stuff and everything which is why I take time when I write my articles because I don't like copy paste that's like the worst same <laughs> it's like same we don't yeah. we actually rewrite every press release that we get mm-hmm. so like when p 
PR companies are like, why aren't you releasing it yet? I'm like, we have to rewrite everything in a different tone. Yeah. We don't even copy-paste. Unless it's a quote. Ah, yeah. There's no copy-pasting involved. If it's a quote, then, of course. It's a quote from someone who said something. So, it has to be put. But if it's like, X product can be launched, will be launched in this date for this price. So, it's like, oh, there are so many ways to write it that I don't want to just like, copy and paste it there. (laughs) Yeah. So, like, for us, we actually put it under price. There's a subheading. We put pricing and availability. Oh, I do that too. (laughs) And if... There is something significant like a promo and stuff like that. We'll highlight it down there. Because we know our readers, there is a group of them that will just read the first two paragraphs and be like, okay, I want to know how much this is. Yeah, It's good to highlight it down at the bottom and be like, this is the price. This is what is happening. This is all the promos that they're having at launch, what the dates are, what the colors are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much that. Like, I'm actually thinking of tweaking my review style because although although yes there's always gonna be room for like long reviews because like even like uh, prominent tech websites still write reviews they're like very long it's like like you yourself can feel it's like oh this is too long <laughs> sometimes <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, but for us I think we have pivoted to a style where we actually started off with our reviews having like 2,000 words, 2,400 words or mm. something like that. We're down to about half of that. Okay. Because eventually, like, when it comes to reviews, for us, we talk about design. And to be very frank, there is no point talking about design nowadays. <laughs> Everybody looks the same. Yes. And Let's say I talk about the talk Z about flip or something. Yeah, so, like, the Z Flip actually is getting uh, one of our awards because uh, it made sense, at least to me, it made sense. And Samsung actually put a lot more thought into the phone mm-hmm. and its software compared to the Fold. Like, I felt the Fold was so broken. But with the Z Flip, it was a lot more tweaked. And... It made sense the way they executed it. Like, even when you're folding it and putting it on a table, using it for calls and stuff like that, it made so much sense. And it's also very satisfying to slam the clamshell shut. It's so satisfying. Yes, yeah. I I held it, like, a few times when I was in Japan. Because they have, like, a Galaxy Harajuku place there. Yeah. Where they feature all the products. Yeah. I saw that with uh, Isa and... Ayano. Uh, Ayano, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I saw that video. I was <laughs> like, yes, that time it was so weird because like, they were ta- Isa was talking about that and it's like, I am like literally near you guys, but I can't go out of my office. So, crap. <laughs> <laughs> so I literally knew that it's like, oh crap, they're there. So it's like, I only went there like a few days later because I just couldn't. <laughs> but I think yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so that's where I held the Z Flip wow it's so sad I mean to be fair I think they needed to do the fold I don't think the Z Flip yes. would have worked without them doing the fold otherwise it would be a mess still 
I think they need to look into making the fold something related to the note because as a note user myself uh-huh. you want that real estate when it comes to using the note yeah but it doesn't make sense as a pure tablet just because it has so much potential as a productivity tool mm-hmm. but if you're just using it for entertainment i would suggest you just get a monitor and just screen share yeah or, um, probably just get the phone, normal phone. I don't tablet. know. <laughs> yeah, or a tablet. <laughs> but, like, what are Android tablets, really? <laughs> yeah. Sad. Sad. <laughs> Why did they... <laughs> yeah, it was, like, a missed opportunity for them. But, I like, you know. I'm waiting to see what they do with the Fold 2. Because, uh, while the Fold didn't really score very well on Tech End, mm-hmm. it was one of the most more interesting products that I've reviewed still today. Because it's... Because, like, for... It's something new. For Tech End, we... Yeah, it's something new. And for Tech End, we actually take into consideration the affordability and the value for money of each uh, device. Mm, no wonder. So, as you can tell, uh, a lot of the flagships may not hit the mark when it comes to affordability. No. Especially in like countries like Malaysia and the Philippines where it's so priced differently. Like it's usually higher than <laughs> the US yeah, or thankfully thankfully for Malaysia it's not too bad. But still, at the prices you're paying for smartphones, you can get a creator's laptop for the same price. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> it's like And that's where the that's where the consideration comes on if you are talking about affordability, will buying a laptop take you further or will it be a phone that can take you further? Mm. And usually the winner is always a laptop because you can do a lot more on a laptop. But well, it really depends on the lifestyle of the person. If that person's really used to having the phone that can do anything, then might as well put it all in there. But Again, depends on the person. I don't... Yes, it really does. Yeah. I don't judge if you use an Android tablet. That's that's your prerogative. <laughs> Although, why? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. We, I think we've been talking a lot of tech now, so might as well, like, <laughs> dive deep into it. So, uh, what... What's... What's one device that you are really looking forward to because like we're already like half we're like half of the year almost gone so like what are you looking forward to the next note oh (laughs) oh that's not the note 10 plus yeah oh so i have been using the note since the note 3 and to be very frank the reason why i got a note 3 was because i was doodling on uh, my friend Darwin's phone and I was oh. like, the next phone I'm going to get is a Note. Simply because it's, it makes so much sense for someone like me. I like to doodle. I like to take notes. Mm. Uh, there are random times when you get ideas. I'm also somebody that writes poetry. Oh, so nice. when you get inspiration, it's 
at the weirdest time. So you will either want to write it down or type it down somewhere. Uh-huh. Like even the other day, uh, day before yesterday, yeah, I was just talking to my cousin on WhatsApp. She's in UK, and we were talking about how weird the times are uh, now with uh-huh. the pandemic, uh, with Black Lives Matter yeah. taking center stage and stuff like that. And immediately, like, I was just riffing off something she said, and I was coming up with poetry. <laughs> and she was so, like, wait, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, uh, I can't stop. <laughs> so it's like, oh, and something clicked, and it's like, okay, I just have to write it, or else this will go away in a bit. Yes. Yeah. So, so I like that feeling. Like, li- literally, like, uh, halfway through our WhatsApp, you will see she stopped, and I'm just write, writing lines and lines of poetry. And then she, I'm like, after a while, I'm like, I think I'm done now. <laughs> oh wow! So yeah, it's like, it's like you when sometimes you get ideas in your head, and then it's like, if you don't put it somewhere, you will immediately lose it, and it's like, yep, no. And I think for me, it's the same with my writing style as well when it comes to reviews, especially. The minute I have a string of words, not even a sentence, a string of words that makes sense for a certain product, Mm -hmm. I have to sit down and I have to write it out. (laughs) Otherwise, I lose it. Yeah. And like for me, when it comes, I have the Galaxy Buds uh, review, Buds Plus review coming out soon. Okay. Probably out when and, this comes out, so whatever. <laughs> yeah. So uh, when it comes to writing things like that, like I'll be stressing so hard if I sit in front of the laptop. The minute I leave the laptop and I come back, I'm like, wait, I know how to start this now. <laughs> and within an hour, I'm done with the review. That's nice. That's nice. I, I, I'm kind of jealous, to be quite honest. <laughs> <laughs> I It sucks when you're a writer and that is how your process is. Yeah. Because like, when it comes to like writing the news and stuff like that, you'll be staring at the press release. And then you're like, I can't do this right now. But I have to. <laughs> yeah. Just stare, stare and stare. Especially and if it's like... When it finally clicks. Yeah. The, the worst part is like, what if that's the thing with like phone releases like you know that phone's already out like somewhere else in the world and then you have to write Mm -hmm. like you kind of have an advantage that you can write about it but at the same time you don't actually know which specs actually make it to the country or to the country itself because they differ yeah so sometimes you have to be careful when you're writing stuff like that 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 is one of the things that I wish tech companies didn't do. <laughs> Simply because the world is not divided anymore. Yeah, that's true. Whatever happens in the US, in the in, in India, in Philippines, all of us know about it. Uh-huh. We may not be directly affected by it, but we may know certain people that are. Yeah. Or we may know the repercussions when it comes to the, our livelihoods. Like, Basically, this pandemic was a big hit to a lot of publications. Mm-hmm. Because companies are basically saying that we cannot do advertising, we cannot do uh, content buying and stuff like that. But at the same time, 
when you're talking about creators, that's how we get our money. That's how we make a living. It's through all of this uh, purchases, reviews. And even like if you're a reader, if you see that pop up saying that allow ads on our website, there is a reason we don't want to charge you for the content. Mm-hmm. But to get monetized, we actually have to put ads in our content. If there's too much, always go ahead, tell us there are too many ads on your site. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think ad blockers, while they are convenient, they have become a real pain in the butt for yeah. creators. Can always say pain in the ass, but you know. <laughs> I have I was trying to keep it clean, but okay. You can you can you can go there. <laughs> I've had I've had I've had guests on this podcast that they just they just do it right away. They're not even gonna think about it. They're just gonna say it right away. So yeah. go. We're all adults here, so it's fine. <laughs> yeah, so I think one thing if I want to put it out there for creators. If you're a reader and you're not supporting by subscribing or going to Patreon and stuff like that, like if you're going to places like Business Insider and stuff like that, they're asking you to pay $2 to be ad-free. Consider unblocking your ads and supporting the creators. Because to be very frank, a lot of us may be in it full time yeah not everyone's so lucky to like (laughs) uh, have it have like things in place where you're comfortable doing it even though that's the practice so yeah yeah so not not everyone's so lucky with that so yeah Anyway, good thing good th- yeah, good thing it takes a lot more effort to do that on YouTube, but yeah. <laughs> Remember yep, that remember that dot <laughs> the dot Oh like, my god that the URL just put the dot after the com and it's just like oh my gosh, it actually works. <laughs> Why? Uh, thank God they ended that though. Yeah, cuz that that that's like a lot of problems. Yeah, and creators are already being hit by the YouTube algorithm. Yeah. Thankfully, our type of content doesn't get hit. Yeah. Because we are apolitical. We're not covering covering uh, day-to-day content, like news and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But if you are political and you're covering daily news and stuff like that, your videos get hit nonstop. Uh-huh. Like even when COVID first started, our weekly download videos, which is the videos we release with uh, a wrap-up of yeah. eight, about eight stories from the week that you should know of, mm-hmm. they were being flagged as inappropriate for monetization. Uh, Just because of the word COVID in it. Oh, right. Yeah, it was that time. Like, when they started doing that, like, they were, they were like, don't say it or else you will flag you. Good thing it's not a thing anymore. They just mark it with the information thing, which makes sense. But Yeah. That was scary. <laughs> I was, for me, I was like, why are we being flagged? And usually you're flagged because you have copyright claims yeah. against you. Uh-huh. And I was like, what did we do? What do I need to change? 
do I need to change something, uh, the music or something like that? And it's because it's scary when you get hit because yeah. YouTube only gives us like three hit, three copyright claims, and your channel is shut down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Copyright strikes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, <sighs> it's really, it's a hard time, but at the same time, it's like the tech companies don't stop. So. <laughs> At least there's something out there. It's like to the Tell point. Tell me about it. I have. Yeah. I have. Uh. I think about eight articles that I am working on for reviews. Mm-hmm. Majority of them are phones. <laughs> it's going to be phones. <laughs> They're going because you know what? It's like here in the Philippines. It's like a whole month. It all stopped, and then like, I think it was May where it just like. A week there was like three or four phones in a week, and then the next week there's like another few phones, and it's like all phones. It's like they've been holding off for a month or two because you know they were about, yeah. yeah they were supposed to launch early, but no because of the pandemic and all the lockdowns and everything. So yeah, wow. For for us, like right before our lock lockdown came into effect, yeah, a few of the companies were like. We have phones for you to review. Do you want to do it? <laughs> so they're rushing it out before everything goes yeah south. <laughs> so like and then two weeks into mm-hmm. lockdown, they were like, "Okay, we're sending you this phone. Please review." <laughs> we're sending you this phone, and it just kept coming. Yeah, and it was like, I think, I think I had a friend here in the Philippines. I think. He got a review unit like March, but then the launch was like May already. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it they had it for like a solid month. Plus, then it they launched it like May already. So, yeah, it's really, it's really weird to adjust to things. And like now it's like almost every week there's a new phone coming out, and it's so yeah. It's so tiring, but so, like, like I think, grateful. <laughs> I, th- I think today the Nova Seven SE launches in Malaysia. Ah, like it's officially available in the market. Yeah, and I'm like, but you just released the Y6P less than a month ago. <laughs> oh, oh, you want you want me to mention the releases of Huawei since the lockdown? So it's like the P40 series, the. Y7P Then there's the Y6P And then there's the Y5P And then there's the Nova 7i And then there's the Nova 7SE Which will be officially available in the Philippines On the 22nd So it's Monday Here So <laughs> And that's it's just Huawei crazy. <laughs> And that's just Huawei That's crazy <laughs> Then like I think Do you have the Mm, do you have the online exclusive line of Samsung, the M series? Uh, we've had the M series, but I don't think the thirty one is available just yet. Oh, cause I think we have the thirty one. Then I think they're about to launch the M eleven. Yeah, here. Yeah, so they're really pushing me. Just <laughs> I, I'm actually curious to see whether they silently. Released it Yeah I was like When it's like Huh Cause Samsung's thing With their M series Is like Online It's their online thing So you can only get it In their online stores Or like 
Lazada or like Shopee or whatever. So it's like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the M31 is already available in Malaysia. Huh, yeah, because like it was like it's been a while since it's been out in the Philippines, so it's probably out there too. Yeah. And then I think yeah, yeah, maybe the M11s next because it's already like the 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 tech reviews already have them. I don't have it yet, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. So, yeah. So they're really pushing because they feel the pressure. Their A series isn't cutting it, I guess. That's sure. be I uh, to be very honest. The A series has been very diluted since mm-hmm. it originally relaunched with the A thirty and A fifty and the A yeah. seventy. So weird. because the A seventy, no, the A seven when it first relaunched. Yeah. When the Alpha series first relaunched as yeah. the A series. Yeah made so much sense because you had all the features that you are looking for in a flagship uh-huh. which Samsung was offering in a mid-range device. Yeah. And then you jump a year later and all of that goes out the door. <laughs> and they merge the J series with the, the A, A series, series and then they have the M series. I'm like, I'm so confused right now and I come with that. <laughs> I know. And it was like, and it was like the M series was like, I don't know. And like when I heard of it, I thought it was like, oh, it's probably just in India because it makes sense for that market because they're really competing on price there. So it's really heavy there. Yeah. But then like, oh, why do we get the M series now? Like, what? What's wrong with the A series? They were doing fine, I think. I'm not sure. <laughs> I I think for Malaysia in particular, it's one market where they can actually test everything. So Fuck. everything from the S to the A to the M and even whatever else comes out after that. Yeah. They can test it in Malaysia for release everywhere else. Just because Malaysians are People who are willing to be early adopters. Oh. And they are really willing to try new things. Especially when it comes to tech. So, with the S series, the Note, the Note series, when it first launched, especially, the first Galaxy Note oh. sold out in Malaysia. So, they were curious about the, that like giant screen at the time. Wow. Yeah. Can't believe a five point three inch screen is small now. <laughs> it's I think to a certain extent a five point three inch phone is small now because of the display tech. Yeah. Our displays now are near bezelless. Uh-huh. Some of them come with a a hole in the middle, but they're near bezelless. So we're not having that much real estate when it comes to like, oh, we need to fit this sensor here and there. And you end up with a chin and a forehead and, a, and sideburns and stuff like oh, that. Gosh. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. Because it's like, the thing with the tech and this, like, phones here in the Philippines, they're, like, more enamored. Like, when the Oppo F1S came out, I this is when the strategy was very clear. Yeah, they hired a celebrity to promote the thing. And it was very effective to the point that the Oppo F1, like, since then, I think they've been constantly using celebrities to promote their phones. And it was like, now everyone's copying them. <laughs> so Yeah. I think for Samsung, that point when they realized that 
uh, celebrity works was when they had uh, the S7 Edge launch. Okay. And they did this in our, one of the malls in the center of KL, KLCC. Okay. So it's literally called uh, KL City Center. Mm-hmm. The media... The media area was literally like sardines. Because they were expecting a celebrity to arrive or something? Yeah. Yeah. And they did this the year, I think the year after. Yeah, the year after they did it in a bigger space. Okay. I was trying to get pictures of the celebrity. No, this was the S9. So I was trying to get pictures of the what was going on. Yeah. And stuff like that. And then what happened was this old woman was behind me and I, I we call them aunties in uh Malaysia. Okay. In Malaysia. Yeah. And what happened was she kept poking me because I was trying to get the picture. Huh. She literally was poking me. She kept poking me. Like, Sit down, I wanna see him. Sit down, I wanna see him. <laughs> I just looked at her, I was like, I am working here, can you stop that? <laughs> Oh gosh, it's like, yeah, <laughs> I kind of, I'm kind of fine with it now since they're pretty much doing it, like, pretty much everyone's doing it to the point that like, <clears throat> I think, I think one brand got a Miss Universe and then the other brand, the competing brand got another Miss Universe from this very country, so. That is so weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like. But at the, I'm actually wondering how the tech scene will look post COVID. Hmm. But. Yeah. But like, I mean, if it weren't for phones being affordable, like affordable phones being good now, because they're like good now, they're not like. Okay, I can live. It's not like I can live with this, even though I know it's not that good. It's not that anymore. It's just like, oh, I can actually use this for a daily phone without like, like hesitating. Like most of the new features now are like nice to have rather than you must have this feature. So it's becoming like yeah. A- I think the best example of that would be Xiaomi's mid range. I just uh, finished reviewing the Redmi Note 9S. Okay. Xiaomi really needs to <laughs> their streamline their oh, naming. Oh, wait, remember, like, that's the naming there, but in India, it's like, the Redmi Note 9S is their Redmi Note 9 Pro. Then the Redmi Note 9 Pro there, and there in Malaysia and here, is the Redmi Note 9 Pro Max in India. So it's like, Okay, I'm confused. What? Stop. I'm confused. <laughs> Stop. Uh, at that po- that is the point where you're like, okay, leave India alone. <laughs> Let's focus on what's happening here. <laughs> so yeah, think, phones like the Redmi Note 9S are actually good phones now. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it may be a little sluggish when it comes to certain aspects. Or like for me, I really, really like my app drawer and customizing my app my uh-huh. app arrangements that's the one thing that puts me off a Xiaomi <laughs> no app drawer yeah, yeah so so that is my biggest gripe with Xiaomi but aside from that you're literally not doing any 
anything wrong if you're going for a lower end phone now. Yeah. And to be very honest, if you can get the same features with near the same quality, like the S20 Ultra is 5,000 ringgit. <laughs> can only... Yeah. That's a thousand two hundred thousand two hundred and eighty US dollars. Yeah. And that's not even the price there. It's like... Forgot how much was it? It 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 would reach like even beyond the price of a uh, five five hundred twelve gig iPhone eleven Pro Max. So it's more expensive yeah. than the iPhone eleven Pro Max five hundred twelve gig. That's the highest spec, and it's still more expensive than that. So it's like okay, so I get a hundred X zoom. Okay, and that's not even usable. Why did they put in the back? I don't get it. <laughs> I am reviewing it now. The only time I've used the 100X Zoom is to actually test it out. That's and after testing it out, I'm like, I cannot use this resolution even if you tr- you forced me to. <laughs> Beyond 20X, it looks like you're taking pictures of ants. Yeah. And when they do the post-processing, it looks as if they've taken the ants and just run a rolling Gosh. pin over them. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, I think I think the companies that are really using Zoom well, I think it's... I think Huawei's done a good job with their Zoom, especially... Oppo has as well. The Huawei P40 Pro Plus, I think. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. The P40 Pro Plus, yeah. Huawei has been a really good uh, contender when it comes to things like uh, the Zoom and stuff like that. Yeah. But when it comes to things like uh, Google Apps uh-huh. or that... the Google Play services, yeah, yeah, that is where they are facing the most issues. Yeah, it's been a year, and I... but then, yeah. Yeah, I really pity them because I know they are trying to deal with it the best they can. But getting app developers to put in more effort to get apps on your platform, on your devices, really doesn't work. It's basically getting them to do more work to get a very niche market of users. It's like sad. Yeah. It's like, it's I like, really pity them. Yeah, because I like, I like their phones, but then like, I can't just simply recommend it to people now. It's not like snap of a finger. Okay, I recommend you this Huawei phone. Like yeah. Where else when you were do- dealing with the P twenty and the P uh the Mate twenty, it was always like, yeah, go ahead. Get a Huawei. Yeah. That camera is amazing. The performance is amazing. Yes. Battery life is amazing. Then like now it's like, okay, I'm going to second guess myself now. Do I want to Yeah. let this person suffer? Yeah, in a way, suffer if they're really into Google Apps. I mean, to be fair, the tech reviewers here are trying their very best to convince that, yes, the app gallery is usable. Your favorite apps are there. It's fine. You can live with it. I guess, but yeah, it's it's difficult. But then again, I think Android as a platform needs more than one app store now because of this. Yeah, so like uh, in Malaysia, the Huawei gallery 
mm-hmm. is so anemic when it comes to essential apps. Yeah. You don't even have things like Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and stuff like that. And a lot of our banking apps are what Huawei calls quick apps, which is essentially yeah. a web app. It takes the website and it converts it into a app-ish app, app, interface. Yeah. Uh-huh. And you basically use that to do all your banking and stuff like that. And if you are a seasoned user with banking apps, you would know that using an, their specific app mm-hmm. is a little bit more secure than accessing it on the open Wi-Fi. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, I think it really sucks that yeah that it's become this way. Like, yeah, I although I I wish that they can get Google back, but yeah, I just hope. I just I'm hope. Guessing we will. S- yeah. I guess I guess we will see end of the year. Yeah. When it comes to things like uh, the re-election and stuff like that. But, yeah, we, we can't be... Like, I hope Huawei can build it out now. Like, I don't I don't want them to backtrack anymore, <laughs> in a way. Because yeah. they've made all the effort and the investment to pour it to that. So, might as well, I'd rather let them push it forward that way, rather than... Okay, wait until Google they can get Google back. But yeah. I think they need to do that and even if they get Google back, they should let the app gallery exist alongside Google Play, like mm-hmm. what Samsung has done. Yeah. And push updates for their services through the app gallery. Yeah. So sucks, but that's the life that we're living. So I think that's a lot of tech for this episode. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm gonna overwhelm my my listeners, but it's fine. It's a tech. It's gonna be tech heavy for this one. So before we <laughs> yeah, go, yeah, very. Yeah, it's very tech heavy. So before we go, <laughs> I wanna give you a chance to ask me questions because this is that time. Like before I end, I always let my guest ask me questions because it's fun to do it that way to do a little flip the script kind of thing. Before we end the episode. So if you have any questions, like if you want to ask me what my preferences are in tech, this is probably the best time you can do it. So <laughs> go. What, my biggest question to you would be like, what are your must have techs, uh, tech items Yeah. when it comes to being a creator? Oh, so for me, like, when I got into podcasting like this one, so at first I really didn't have anything. I only had a laptop and just the laptop. I didn't have the mic. I didn't have... <laughs> it was so funny. It's like, how did you manage to pull off a podcast without a mic? So I just used my laptop, but that was <laughs> so weird. So yeah, I really... Right now I'm using an Audio-Technica mic, so it's cool. So it doesn't really absorb the sound of the the air conditioning like up there so yeah um for me as a creative i i don't like the funny thing about being a creative like at this time it's just like we're so used to the internet we're so used to having a laptop like uh for must house for tech like 
Because I, I, I don't, I don't see, because uh, most likely what I would do is like, I would just like recommend like creatives, like as a creative, my must have tech. I'm like really dependent on a phone right now. It's like, at mm-hmm. least with a phone, like even though I'm not on my laptop, it's like I can still do stuff, even though, even though I'm not on my laptop, because there would be times that I would not be using the laptop because laziness and laziness so yeah it's phones and yeah i really invested in like audio like good audio because like sometimes when you Mm -hmm. edit you don't wanna because like with wireless you can't really edit properly with a wireless set of earphones or headphones you really need wired because the latency is so weird so yeah, I yep. I I'd invest in like good uh headphones. And the good thing about this is that I think this is like wired and wireless. So if I need a wire, I can just put it here and if I don't, I can just opt to use the battery on this thing. So yeah, good headphones is good, especially if you're doing video and audio editing. So it really helps. So you don't have to deal with latency and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's so annoying. I tried I I tried editing with the wireless earbuds and it's like why am I subjecting myself to this torture? It is painful. <laughs> so painful. <laughs> Even with a good set like the Sony W WF yeah, Mark III. No. It, it doesn't work. No. Cuz there's like Bluetooth latency issues still yep. even though it's Bluetooth. So, uh, yeah. I still prefer wired when I'm editing. <clears throat> so yeah, we're mostly, mostly when you get tech that's for a creative, it really depends on what type of creative you are. So yep. if you're really heavy into video, then might as well get like a decent, like not, not really a DSLR. I wouldn't like push people to go there right away. Maybe mirrorless or like, <clears throat> Yeah, or that new Sony that product some... that came out. I think you get something like the <coughs> Alpha Six Thousand, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, the RX One Hundred. Yeah, the RX One Hundred is really a good yeah. option. Like I don't know, I don't care which market it is. It depends on your needs. Like if you need a like a mic input, then you probably would go for the <laughs> later ones. So those had a, has yeah. a mic input, but then like yeah. If really it really depends on what type of creative you are and yeah because yep. you don't want to be buying stuff like what if you're just experimenting and it's not really your main thing so yeah just use your phone you have a phone there try using your phone if yeah. it's if it works for you then that's the time you invest in it heavily and not really deal with all because the all the investments that you've made like you're sure that you can make that return of investment when you're already when you're sure that you want to do it that way like doing video yeah definitely yeah like even for me i am in between uh review devices and my note 10 plus as my main mm-hmm. for my main cameras actually at this moment because yeah. we have like one or two good cameras in the office at the moment <laughs> and 
I don't usually do a lot of video content. I'm actually pivoting to video content right now. Okay. So I have review videos coming out. Uh, and most of them are just shot on phones. Yeah. So like, so, yeah. if you're starting out and like trying to do stuff and like just use what you have now, don't pressure yourself to like get the good camera. Because, you know, it's like, it's like immediate pressure on you. It's not, I'm not concerned yeah. about the others. I'm concerned about what you want to do. So, like, just use what you have now. If it works for you, then that's the time you go go do more. But if not, then at least you're not losing a lot. Yeah, and I also think, like, if you're going into video, get to know your style of video mm. before you invest into your camera. Because... The way you shoot depend will heavily influence what type of lenses you need to buy mm. and what type of camera suits you best. Yeah. So things like that. So if you're really, if you really just want content out there first, then get your phone. Don't let them yep. work for you. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Basically. Yeah. I mean, people vlog a lot on their phones, so. Yeah, unless you're a big time, yeah. so you'll be using a good camera now. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, if you have any more questions or like, yeah. You know, so right now I'm using an iPhone XR as my main phone, and I have like my, I, I carry two phones. So I have the main phone, and my review phone, like whatever I'm holding. Right now I'm holding like the Realme Six. Just I'm so spoiled by ninety hertz right now. It's not even funny. So, but yeah. So, who are your biggest uh, influences when it comes to writing tech and oh, doing tech? We, huh? Writing. So influences, huh? Wow, that's kind of, that's kind of, because hmm. I've been always thing is I've been always interested in tech. Like even before I got into this, so I've been always interested in it. It's been like, it's uh, I I I think I've said this in almost every episode recently that like, I wouldn't I wouldn't know what to do with my life if I didn't have tech in my life. So it's that deep connection in my side. So like regardless if I would be doing creative work with tech or not it would still be part of my life so yeah so in terms of inspirations like they keep changing for some reason like I, I've noticed it throughout my time it's like they keep changing I think when I was starting out I was like reading a little gadget match <laughs> a little yeah it's like random tech articles i don't i don't i don't stick to one to be quite fair mm -hmm. because like to be well-rounded with tech you need to know like opinions and perspectives from different kinds of people in tech not just one because you would be no. you would definitely take his style over others so it's best to look at look around and see what fits you so Right now, I'm really subscribed to the notion that tech, you can learn to appreciate tech 
without getting really deep into it. It's what Isa is doing now with Isa Does Tech. Yeah, I'm giving her a yeah. shout out again. So, <laughs> yeah, what she's doing is like I was really fascinated because when I when I got to check out her stuff, it was still on Gadget Match. Like when she did her Gadget Match, so it's like, wow, you can actually write about tech without getting to tech jargony, or like yeah, yeah, because that's the pitfalls of tech back then. You write about tech, you get a little more tech jargony. It's it was like a cult back then. It's like you have to know like yeah. certain people to get into tech. And whereas to now, it's like you can just basically talk to anyone about tech. But then like, would they have varying degrees of, uh, of knowledge? So like, you can be familiar about something, but not get too nitty gritty with all the tech, in your life. Because right now, tech's basically part of our lives now. Sometimes you may think it's whether we like it or not, but sometimes it's like, okay, it's part of us. So we can we can learn to appreciate tech without getting like all angry about this is better because specs and specs and specs. So yeah, yeah, that's what I really yeah, appreciate because like lately, uh, specs are getting pretty irrelevant unless you're in a certain market where it's always they always look at the specs. Like no matter what you do, they will always look at the specs. So, yeah. It's kind of yeah. like that. It's really it's really difficult when you have to cater to different audiences. So very yeah. Like you have the very tech hungry people and you have people that like tech but don't understand the jargon. Yeah. And then they're so, like yeah. yeah. So tech's like that now. It's not like before where it's like it's a secret cult where you have to be in. Shall I say? Yeah. Like to be in a certain. Yeah. It was different back then. But I'm happy. Very. I'm happy that tech is this prevalent now. Although it has its downsides. But yeah, I'm happy it's like this now. <laughs> yeah. But tech is everywhere now. You can't escape it. Yeah. That's why I'm really afraid every time you say Skynet, because it might happen. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's like it's like when I told Isa, it's like, yeah, we might do Skynet. It's like, oh my god, no. Because <laughs> it's like, as as much as we want to deny that thing, it it could happen. Yeah. If we're not careful. It- it's one of those things that will happen if you don't stop it before it does. Yeah. Like what happened at Facebook with the AI speaking a language that they didn't understand. Yeah. So. Yeah, we have to be really careful with tech now. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, we will get Skynet if we're not careful. So, okay, let's end it before we get all to doom and gloom. And Skynet <laughs> and crap. So. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Jivan, for being in this episode of The Creator Life, even though it was like tech jargony or tech heavy. <laughs> Not much Very jargon. Tech heavy, yeah, I'm really tech sorry. Heavy. It's fine. It's what we're passionate about. Like, every time I bring a tech creative here, it's like, okay, we're going to have to talk about tech now. It's going to be a thing. It's like when I had, <laughs> it's like I had to, when I had Isa again on, like, 
recently. Like with another tech YouTuber. Her name is Mary Bautista. She's very popular in the Philippines. Like I think she's heading towards one million as we speak. I think but the nice. time it comes out the by the time this comes out, she might have reached it. So congrats in advance. <laughs> so yeah. So when I was talking with them, I really had to make sure we would like avoid tech, but yeah, it's an inescapable. Can't not talk about tech with tech creatives. <laughs> well, that probably if you're happy again, we can talk more about what happens behind the scenes at Tech Ed as well. Yeah, but like, it would be nice to have your best friend with you. Like, it would be a better perspective. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. maybe in another time. Sure, I'll. Yeah, because yeah, sure. now it's like okay, everyone's still busy. <laughs> <laughs> it's still like, I I'm afraid the phone season won't stop because it's like. It was stopping for a bit, Where, and then it would like go straight until like end of the year. It's like, oh no. I I have a feeling we've already had like you know that June July gap. Yeah, has already been serviced because of COVID. Yeah, and it's just gonna be nonstop till end of the year. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's going to be fun and tiring, but fun still. Okay, yeah. Thanks, Jivan. Yeah. I really appreciate our time. Doing the podcast, it's awesome. And now I want you to plug your stuff since it's that time before I end the podcast. So yeah, plug your stuff. Yeah. So you can follow me personally at Nurjivan, mm-hmm. uh, Nurjivan at on all my socials, N U R J E V A N. You can follow Tech Ent at Tech Ent TV. On all our socials, we're at LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Are you on TikTok? And probably a few more. Uh, <laughs> not just yet. <laughs> it's under heavy consideration, <laughs> but not just yet. <laughs> TikTok. Like, I'm heavily considering, but like, and I don't think it fits me, but I'm not sure. It's so <laughs> Yeah, weird. that is the biggest consideration. Yeah. Are you, will you yeah. be awkward when doing TikTok? Definitely. That's what sells TikToks. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And you can get to TechEnt at TechEnt TV, TechEnt.TV on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, read. Some people sometimes forget to read. <laughs> Just guys, read stuff. Read a book. Read yeah. articles. Because like, people forget to read. <laughs> you can read our articles or videos on the site. Everything is there. Yeah. So yeah, okay. It's basically my turn to plug stuff now. So the behind the scenes stuff and podcast updates are on social media. That's Creator Life Pod, Creator Life Pod, on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Not on LinkedIn yet. Might might do it, and not considering TikTok anytime soon. Sorry guys, I'm not gonna satisfy your TikTok <laughs> content. So, yeah, you can follow me personally on social media. That's Julian CB. That's J-U-L-L-I-A-N-S-I-B-I on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. I rant more on Twitter, so go there. Go there for colorful rants. And, yeah, tech blog is at utterlyrandomtechie.com. Thinking of going back to YouTube, but still in the brain. We'll see. We'll see about that. <laughs> Liberating on and review on Apple Podcasts it really helps the show a lot 
Support me on Patreon if you feel like it. That's patreon.com slash juliancb. And that's it for this episode of The Creator Life. Sorry, guys, if it was, like, super tech-heavy, but this always happens when I have a tech creative on the podcast. Until the next one, guys. So enjoy your tech, enjoy your coffee, enjoy life, and stay safe at home. Please don't go out too often because it's, like, still dangerous. And Black Lives Matter. So, bye, guys. Bye.